0: details. Blog Talk Radio.
1: everyone. How are you doing today? Welcome to the Liberating Inner Beauty Revolution Show, a platform where we we'll get together and share valuable information, wisdom, and great tips so we can break free from those vicious cycles and rediscover and welcome our true majesty of higher Being. I am Lucia Gavila, your empowering and transformational health and life host, and today I welcome you to experience the seed to your liberation. I am honored to welcome to our show Angela Minelli. Uh, but before we hear her word of wisdom, I have two announcements, like we always say in the show. Uh, each one of our guests always bring a beautiful present for all of us, a gift. So Angela has also put together a nice gift for all of us. So to claim it, you're going to have to register at www.liberatinginnerbeauty.com, and then you're going to find out, blue up the inbox, and then you're going to write your name, You email, and subscribe to claim your gift. And also, you want to subscribe for this gift, you're also going to have the opportunity to get all the gifts of all the speakers that we have in our show. So make sure that you sign up and you're able to get amazing gifts that they're waiting for you. We want to invite you to join our 28-day Liberating Inner Beauty email revolution that we started back in May. With amazing 18 mentors from all over the world, we put together these revolutionary programs so you can break free from abuse, fears, guilt, and self-imprisonment, and rediscover your true being. And so you can reach your goals and dreams, and you know become the person you really are and you're meant to be. For this event, you're also going to log in into www.liberatinginnerbeauty.com. And you're going to see another purple box. And uh, you're going to provide your name, your email, subscribe. And for the next 28 days, you're going to receive a juice recipe, superfood to detox the body, meditation, visualizations, exercises, and so much more. A very powerful movement that everyone put their heart and soul into it so you can achieve your true desires. So now let's welcome Angel. Angela. Hi you doing Angela today. How's everything with I'm, you? I am so honored to have you in our show.
0: Oh, well thank you. Thanks for having
1: me. Yes. Um Angela Minelli um, you know, is like one of my um you know, uh colleague in my uh I A N community, the Institute for Integrated Nutrition. Uh, we uh we went to school together. Not the same year I believe, but uh we have the same kind of like um you know the same kind of tribe philosophy, and all that. So I am so happy okay. to have you have you in the show. So Angela, uh, please share with us uh, your story. Like, what is your um, beside of being a, a health coach and a, a me- doing this amazing work that you're doing right now? Tell us a little bit more about you and who you are and why you um and 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 everything. Like, share with us.
0: Your, your secret. My <laughs> secret. Well, what I really love about your show and your platform when I was reading through the material that you sent me was, and it's just amazing to me how I just knew when you put your post out that you were looking for speakers. I was like, yeah, I, I definitely want to do that. Um, it just sounded interesting. But then I realized on a much deeper level why. And it's it all goes back to your past and um, the abuse that you've overcome in your life. And in in that same way, we're very parallel, I grew up in um, a very, very similar um, household environment as you. And I was raised with a lot of fear, a lot of uh, domination, a lot of control, a lot of physical, emotional abuse, mental abuse, things like that. And throughout my life, just figured, you know, that was just how it was. And I was always drawn to people, events, circumstances um, that sort of perpetuated that cycle for me. I just kept living that way. Um, and it was this huge turning point in my life when I really realized what was going on and what it was I was doing and how I kept getting these same results, I guess you could say, that I didn't really want because I was very confused. I was um, just very lost I had no direction at an early age. Um, I sort of just followed the crowd, more or less. Um, And I felt odd in that way. I felt like, uh, you know, like an outcast. It seemed like when I went to college, everybody knew what it was that they wanted to do except for me. I just chose a major because, you know, you had to pick a major. I I didn't really know what it was I wanted to do. And I I went to college for that very reason because I thought, you know, I'm not going to go – get a job. I mean, that, you know, that was more than I could handle at the time. So I figured I'll just go to college because that's what everybody else is doing. So I was very lost in that way. And I always clung to other people and um, really was very, very disconnected within myself. I didn't have that sort of unity within myself to know that I could rely on myself and that I had all the tools within me. Um, in order to, uh, you know, get through life and and to have the life that I wanted to live. So it really wasn't until um, my mid-30s I had um, an experience with medication. So this, again, goes along with um, more the holistic lifestyle that you um, promote, um, you know, natural health, me being a natural health practitioner now, so all of that makes sense. But at the time... Um, I was very reliant on medication to help me manage my emotions. I had a lot of anxiety, which led to a lot of depression, and that anxiety was uh um rooted or a byproduct i guess you could say of my my upbringing um, i I was always insecure about who I was because just being who I was wasn't good enough um That was the message that I was given. You know, especially I was a girl, right? And I wasn't—I wasn't a boy. Just by nature of my very being, that was not okay. So it made me very, very insecure in the world, and that produced a lot of anxiety. And ultimately, that led me to take an antidepressant um, that I was on for about—I think at the time I got off that medication, uh, I had been taking it for about seven years. And unbeknownst to me, I didn't realize that, you know, I didn't know any of this then, um, you know, my body had become dependent. It, it had learned to live with this medication um, to help me function. And not knowing that, I thought, well, you know, it's I don't need this anymore. I My life had changed to the point where it wasn't quite as stressful and it wasn't um, producing these uh, reactions, these really strong reactions to my circumstances every day, which was, you know, I was angry, and I was upset, and I was um, just kind of volatile and irritable all the time and It was this job that i that I had at the time so it it changed, and I felt like I no longer needed this medication, so took it upon myself to um, wean myself off of it, but again, not realizing how dependent my body was on it um i Think it was only about a month's time or so that I that I took myself off of it and it threw me into a tailspin that lasted about nine months um from start to finish. Horrible mood swings, you know, really high highs to really low lows. Um this was probably around the summer of two thousand four and by the end of that year I wound up in um I don't know what you'd call it. Um not a mental institution, but it was, uh, you know, I, I definitely wound up at, I guess, sort of a psych ward um, for about three days or so because I just couldn't figure out what was going on or get a grip. And it was all, it was very physiological based. My body was trying to balance itself out, but it needed this medication in order to do it. But in the process, it was creating this out-of-control response Um I thought I was dying. I thought I was going to die. I thought there was no way I was going to live through it. I think I went at least a month or two without um, good quality sleep. If I slept, it was maybe an hour's worth of sleep a night. And that alone, I mean, I'm sure you know without sleep, you know what that does to you. So um, it was just downward spiral, you know, for a very, very long time. And it was scary. You know, I started to have feelings of either, you know, either um, I'm going to take me or, you know, medication's going to take me. Something's going to end this for me, and it's probably not going to be pretty. But luckily I did um, recover. I I did have to go back on the medication for a little while, and then about a year and a half after that I was able to get off of it for good, and I've been medication-free uh, ever since, which was the ultimate goal because I just knew I didn't need it, um, but I didn't think I was going to go through that experience to get off of it. But I did, and it was it was the turning point that I needed, ironically, um, in order to discover natural health, um, holistic cure, cures, all the things that I'm so passionate about today. And that was um, at least eight years ago that that happened. Um, And at that point, when I did find it all, when I did discover it all, I just threw myself into it um, 100% full throttle. I was still in my corporate job at the time, and then about four or five years later, something like that, maybe like four years later, I officially made a break from that job and went into this field full time. And that was when I... I went to IIN, I got my training through IIN, and then since then I've gone through just so many different trainings. Sometimes it's hard for me to remember, but it's definitely my passion. It's what I love to do, and through this building a business and being in this field, I've had the distinct opportunity to overcome so much of my own dysfunction. And in that way, I've learned how to break free from emotional eating and really specialize in digestive health. So that's a little bit about me
1: wow that's that's um that's amazing, you know, like 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 you say yes, and, uh, and then, you know we have back and forth like you mentioned that we kind of like have the same little background, but it, it's just amazing the way that you um, you took your life to the next level and and rediscovered something beautiful out of the out of the whole chaos that was going on. It, like I feel like that's the purpose of all of us going through so much drama in our life. Like when we go like the beginning, especially as children, and then like when we get caught up in the drama, and to the point that at one point like, you like can't realize that we needed that drama so we can have more passion of the good things that we want to do in our life. And and, yeah. and I feel like that is like a um, a fire that keeps us alive for the rest of the time that we have to serve others. So it's just such a beautiful and inspiring story, story you have. And um, yeah. so what do you, um when you talk about emotional eating, like that's pretty much everybody um everybody always relate to that because even sometimes I hope not we And again like do <laughs> <you> not <know>, binge <laughs> on to something where we get emotional. Like I I, I say it loudly like I when I'm like emotional I have to have my chocolate with me. I know that it's in you know, <laughs> the cow beans. <laughs> I'm like right. I have like 17 minerals in there, the superfood. But besides the the health part of it, I do love the the comfort of like you know that, that emotional part. Like I I I don't overdo it because I know my limits. And I feel like, oh, I'm gonna have this just you know one bar instead of like a hundred. But um, mm-hmm. yes, it's Uh, how do you how you can overcome the emotional eating?
0: Well, that is a little bit of a process. But, you know, I think the first step there, to be honest with you, is um, awareness. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of people at least becoming more aware of themselves and their own actions and specifically why they do what they do. You know, a really common one um, amongst uh, my clients, and this is for myself as well, was because of all the um, upset and the violence that was going on in, in my household when I was a kid, you know, it's not pleasant. And it's like we, that, that saying, um, we seek pleasure and avoid pain, and that's with everything. So as a child, I was constantly trying to do that. I knew something was really wrong, but, you know, I was a little kid, five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old kid, and I, I, I felt so powerless over what to do over the situation. I saw, like you, my siblings, my mom, my myself, um, endure great physical pain. And um, it was really upsetting. I didn't know how to stop it. And I felt like, you know, I lived with a Gestapo and I just I didn't know what to do. So I tried to find comfort in something. And um, it became food. And coupled with the fact that I was led to eat when i was upset i was taught to eat in that way as well oh you know this candy or cookies or cake whatever just eat it it'll make you feel better and i think that wasn't just within my own household i think that that society is that way too we see ads on tv all the time promoting different foods you know especially things like sugar um it's going to bring you this happy fulfilling life so um people don't realize they get stuck in these patterns and they just act from this place. Um, So a lot of it is first just becoming aware of what it is that they're doing. When you make that connection, it's really a huge aha moment, you know, sort of breakthrough moment where you realize like, wow, okay, yeah, I can actually now trace this back to when I'm upset, this is what I do. And now I'm consciously aware of the fact that I do this instead of it just being more of an unconscious thing, like, you know, similar to driving a car. When you just go get in your car and you drive your car, you're you're just acting from this unconscious place of knowing. A lot of times people don't even realize, like, or even remember, you know, the, the path to getting to where they're going when they're driving, because they know it. They just do it. Um, same thing when you're eating. People just do something because they know, okay, this is going to get me from point A to point B. Even though it may not be the results you want, you know, as in excess weight or, you know, you feel guilty or ashamed. That's always a sign that you're eating from an emotional place is when there's a negative emotion attached to it like that. But at the same time, you know it's going to produce a result. It's going to produce a feeling that you want. So if you know that eating four cupcakes, you know, in a day is going to produce a feeling of satisfaction in some way, um, you're going to do it. If you're trying to avoid a job or a relationship um, or just, you know, those feelings that that um, is a byproduct of that um, and you know that eating is going to do that, you're going to do it. But when I'm working with clients, I really try and first help them have that um, emotional discovery around it and that, that big breakthrough, that big aha. And then what we can do is we can go in there and help start to break the patterns down and reprogram to reprogram them to ones that are much more supportive of the lifestyle that they want to live, um, which is, you know, more control around food, not being reliant on food to help them get through life or get through the day. Um, to be honest with you, I'm not going to say that it's ever 100%. I don't, I don't advocate that in any way that, you know, you're 100% emotional eating free. I just don't think it's possible, but I definitely think you can shift from a place of, being, you know, more 90% um of an emotional eater to maybe only 10% of an emotional eater. I still catch myself doing it, you know, at times and I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, I just I know I just ate that cuz I was upset, but I'm just going to move on. You know, there's not this mm-hmm. big um, you know, week long or month long um emotion attached to it where I just am constantly beating myself myself up over the fact that I did it. So, awareness I say would be number one key to to this starting, where you want to start.
1: Yes. Um I, I wanna tap into that part too that um I feel like when we suppress ourselves, like even just having a little piece of something when we have that emotion going on, we build out more of this uh, the damage. We we damage ourselves more in a in a big great scale than just um, releasing ourselves that moment. Like that, you know, we were talking yesterday with when when my to coach in the class that they were taking and it was all you know, it was um beautiful to say that um when we have emotions going on it's it's good to cry it out, like cry you know, cry all you have to cry in one day or not an hour. And then allow yourself to to just let it go, just release the emotion. And you the know, same thing with like I feel like when I have those moments that I'm like so low the place and like, I need to get myself back into balance and, and and ground it. And I need to, you know, and I'm like, oh, you know, I just want to have like my little piece of chocolate. I do it because I know that if I don't do it and I'm like, oh, no, I can't have chocolate because it's going to, oh, my God, I'm going to have many calories. I'm going to be counting on that. And I'm like, oh, my God. The next day I'm going to be, like, you know, depriving myself. and am depriving myself. I'm sorry. I'm going to be depriving myself, and the next day is going to build up and build up, and then 30 days go by, and then out of 30 days, you give up, and you're like, that's it, I'm done. <laughs> I'm leaving the whole right. the whole counter, and the, the whole counter, you know, instead of just having it a little bit when you just really wanted it and just let go. I, I feel right. like that's, uh, that's uh, like, not, surpri- you know, not depriving yourself, like, just indulge in it a little bit and love it embrace it and you're indulging on in it and that's it and just let it go you know like you said become right. aware of the situation and indulge on it a little bit and let go because it
0: will pass it's going to pass the emotion is going to pass right and honestly I if you're eating a really good quality you know raw cacao um, organic yeah. chocolate I don't think there's anything wrong with that I think, that, you know, it is a health food. It is definitely a health food. I love um, Gnosis, you know, Vanessa Barges. It's my favorite, um, yeah. and luckily they sell it locally now. I pick that up every yeah. once in a while. I, there's no guilt attached to that for me because I feel that that is, to me, in many ways it's like eating an apple or, you know, eating um, a banana, you know, or something like that. It's It's a health food. Um, maybe not eat yeah. the whole bar in one sitting, kind of thing. But you know, I eat I eat raw chocolate every day. I don't I don't see a problem with that. So <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: I can eat the the whole bar in one day, <laughs> but I'm done for the Yeah, whole oh,
0: week right. I, I could week. easily do it too. <laughs> yeah, and you know, if you, do, you kind of just check in with yourself over what's going on. But um, mm-hmm. but I do, you know, there's you can definitely get to a point where you you change your your patterns and your behaviors. People sometimes just do this on their own, you know they don't they don't think about it necessarily unconsciously, they just change out of you know where they were to where they want to be. Um, I find that the emotional eaters this is really it's their thing, and they really struggle with it a lot and in the process of making that change, it brings a lot of great awareness to not just eating but how they do the rest of their life. So if it is something that someone struggles with and it's like it seems like no matter what they do. They can't really seem to overcome it. Um, For me, that's how it was. It wasn't until I worked with my own coaches and mentors that I was able to really break free from these patterns. Um, But the way I saw that was this is really my big, you know, kind of coup de grace in life. This is my big holy grail. This is the thing that is really my thing. And when I get this, it's going to make a tremendous difference for me. And it did, you know, and it has. And I look back on it now and I think, You know, wow, I used to just walk around every day thinking about my weight and my body and how I looked, and it drove me crazy. And I got to a point, especially in my 40s, where I was like, you know, I don't want to live this way anymore. I don't want to think about this every day. I've done this my whole life. Um, I just got exhausted with it. And that was really my rock bottom, and that's when I, I really reached out and I got help around it. So, you know, for some people, I think it shows up in different ways. You know, what is their big thing that's gonna, you know, create that huge internal shift and change them forever? And for me, it was emotional eating. So, um, yeah. but it's it's awesome. It's awesome to be out of that space and, and have a lot more peace around it.
1: Yeah, it is like getting back into that. You you center your ground center is like. You know, it it is just an amazing thing. When it but it's 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 it, it's nice to recognize that when we are off center, you know what I mean? When we are off like when you say like awareness, yeah, it's, it's nice to have the it's it's nice to be able to be on the other side to be able to be in this side now. You know what I mean? So we can be aware like, yeah. oh, this is this is this is I'm like this is emotional eating. Oh, okay. I'm not emotional eating now, you know, like it is good to have awareness of when we are in an emotional eating stage and always ask ourselves, oh, I'm eating this chocolate because uh all the drama that maybe I've been confronting this day, or I'm eating this chocolate because, ah, I really love chocolate. So it's, like, so it's like, you think about it like, oh, why am I eating this for it? Uh, and what's the purpose right. of, of putting this food in my mouth? So yeah, it's a whole different come
0: from. Yeah, maybe when yeah, I, I used to not have any clue. I just would eat, and then I feel guilty. It was a, you know an automatic thing, and then it became okay. Yeah, you know I'm I'm eating this for this reason, or I'm eating this for this reason, or sometimes I'm eating this, you know, because I'm yeah I'm trying to avoid something, and it's all okay. Um, mm-hmm. But you know I think to really be healthy around it is to. First of all, make it okay, but also to really shift more toward eating just from, you know, as much from a physiological perspective as you can and less reliant on food to help you manage emotions. It's really about finding that inner strength where, you know, when, I don't know, someone bullies you or, you know, someone um, is aggressive towards you, it doesn't lead you to eat. That was always my thing. You know, I, I again, I grew up in this household where I was bullied, and uh, there was a lot of aggression So that really scared me on this core level, and I didn't know how to manage it. So I did turn to food. That was my thing. And whenever someone in life, you know, later on in life as an adult, you know, in high school and college and corporate, when I was an adult even, someone would show up in that way, and it would take me back to those moments when I was a kid. And and unconsciously, again, I didn't realize I was doing it, but... I thought, okay, yeah, that really freaked me out. I would defend myself, but then I would eat at the same time because it was this natural, you know, pattern of mine. And when I was ready and I was able to go back to those memories and those images that um, in those moments I made decisions and I made choices. This is what you do. You do make decisions and you do make choices, even as a young child, that, okay, um, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to eat. And this leads up to my free offering, which we'll get to later, but in that same way, I chose to use my body to defend myself as a weapon, as I like to say, um, because I, I decided that weight would be um, my protector. That's how I would protect myself through life um, when people when things got really scary. So gain weight, right? No one's going to want to notice you or no one will notice you. No one's going to want to pay attention to you when you're overweight so you know use weight in that way because it's going to protect you and that's a choice that i made as a teenager and that pattern kept showing up throughout my whole life until i was able to finally break that
1: yeah what amazing amazing um amazing topic and you like you um when you said that you were like in your forties, I'm like, I'm like are you kidding me? I saw your picture and you're like, Wow Like you shouldn't forties you look so damn good <laughs> like, Oh thank you and I Yeah saw your picture, yes. <laughs> I'm like when you said that I was like Wait a minute like she she just looks good I'm like, Are you kidding me? I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> it's
0: like, yeah, was like what's of the secret, girl?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like you got back. You no, know, you got back into your your emotional eating, and you're looking so so gorgeous. Like, oh, that's the secret. <laughs> that's the secret of being, you know,
0: radiant. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, breaking the emotional so, eating plus getting rid of my my stressful job that was huge.
1: Yeah,
0: it definitely like emotional
1: eating doesn't just affect your body, but also. Um, I feel like once we tap into like. Getting out of that emotional eating, also we get younger, right? Because it, it, it's just the food itself can also heal us, and the food itself can uh, reverse, uh, you know, age on us too. But you know, if, uh, people, you know, that's the thing I always say. To people like, you know, everybody worries so much about looking young and looking beautiful and all that stuff, but they don't, they don't tap into the food itself that they put in the, the in the body. But at the same time. They don't tap into that. What you put in your body also is affected by the emotion you're having in your daily life. So emotional mm-hmm. eating also it will affect not just your mind clarity or your emotions. You know your your thoughts. That aspect sugar also affects a lot of, of the way we think. Like we get very hyper, interactive. You know like kids that get very hyper when they eat a lot of sugar, but also um, tapping into controlling our emotional eating and get ourselves grounded and be, and be in alignment with ourselves and uh, eat what the right thing also will help us to look younger. And you are a true example of that. Like, you look neat and good, mamacita. I <laughs> I don't like my Spanish thing there. You look good. So I was like, I was like, you walk your talk, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, it, honestly, that. I have to give credit to that in a number of ways. I, I do think my heritage, I'm Mediterranean I'm a training heritage, and I just think we do have that going, right? But, um, you know, five years ago when I left my job, I um, I looked every bit my age. Uh, I had gone through a lot of my, my 20s and my 30s and, you know, looked younger, but it all caught up with me at that point when I was turning 40 and, um I do think I looked at, you know, my my hair, my face, my body, everything. It had taken a toll. I was in a very, very stressful, very demanding job in corporate. It was in the insurance industry. And um, it was a great moneymaker, but, man, um, incredibly, incredibly stressful. And I was very off path. It wasn't what I, you know, came here to do in this lifetime. But it was part of figuring that out, definitely. There's no... No mistaking why I did the job and I get that now but when I left all the stress I mean it was evidence it was evident in so many ways and it was at that point that I was finishing up IIN and um, really drawn to all these other trainings um, CNHP and IPE uh, Mark David's IPE and I've gone through the Loomis Institute of um, Enzyme Nutrition and I really credit A lot of those is helping me to uh, sort of reverse that process. But the number one thing, detoxing was a big thing for me, um, and that included detoxing my job, walking away from, you know, it was a risky move what I did. I walked away from a a multiple six-figure job when the economy was tanking and going into a business. I had no business savvy, no idea how to run a business, no idea what it was I was even doing. Um, So looking back, that was just a huge, huge risk I took. Um, But I was doing it blindly, thank God, because otherwise I would have never done it. Um, But getting rid of the the job was number one. And then also I really credit my enzymes. My enzyme therapy is huge and um, very detoxifying in and of of themselves. Um, And they gave me my energy back and and just really helped get me on track. So um, it wasn't until later, honestly, um, Lucia, that I was able to really niche it down into this emotional eating component. That did not come in for me until the last year or so, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. The path that I was taken down when I first left my job was more about getting trained in natural health and really getting that down and getting that solid. And the way that I did it was by applying everything I learned to myself, right, because we're our own best experiment in that way. Um and the great thing about that is when people do come to me I really get where they're at. I understand what they're struggling with because I went through it myself. Um but it was more about the physiological um things that were going on with me in the in the early um stages of uh my career, this career. Um and then it was just in the last year or two that I really started to open up to okay, now there's something more emotional going on, and I need to address it, and I was ready to address it. I felt very um, confident, and I felt very whole in, in my healing um, uh, around my physical body. So that gave me that confidence and that strength to really, uh, you know, go after the emotional imbalances and to really start start to tackle that. Um, for a lot of people, I find that that can be a really scary thing. You know, they don't, they don't really want to go back there. They don't really want to revisit those parts of their lives. And I'll talk to people all day long who I know are, are keeping that from me, you know, when I have conversations with them about working together and things like that. And I'm trying to get to it, but they're just blocking me. You know, that, that subconscious will do that and just blocks me constantly. They're just always rerouting it back to, well, I think it's this, right, but you know as a coach you're hearing a lot more than what they're saying but when they're when they're just you know not able to open up to it you you can't quite get to it um but that's how tricky the subconscious is it will it will try and protect you in that way in every way that it can and and I was right there with them a lot of the times I was not wanting to go back there I did not want to really go back to that place how scary that was but in that in that um in doing that work I had the greatest opportunity to change myself, so it's really worth it to do it.
1: It is. um. It is amazing that yes, we we are in survival mode when we are in, in that struggle and we want to get out, but we're in just in that comfort zone of survival. That hey, I'm comfortable here surviving this way, but I don't want to tap into the real cause of like what's keeping me in this like month, you know? So right, it is like it. I also, you know, it. It is just amazing the way that we are humans, and I also always, you know, the main per uh, the main reason having this show and bringing in amazing speakers like you and other speakers from all over the world to to hear the amazing stories of breaking free from from different aspects of their life and 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 see how they were able you were able to move on and and just help other people. I always. I always tell people, you know what, every speaker that comes here has a story to tell that you may resonate with them, and there will be a perfect match for you to work with. You know, like I always say, like, find the people, coaches, mentors, spiritual healers that resonate with your story because they know where you are, and they can get you where you're coming from. That They can, you know, you can... Um, you can you can really feel what they're feeling, right? And it's like you you feel what they're feeling because you felt it. You know why they're crying and how they're crying because you were there. Like you know mm-hmm. you, you you know their thoughts. You know, so it is good to have somebody that has been there where you are at this moment in your life and has been able to break free from that because they have the little insight that you need right now be able to do it and achieve it. So I always recommend, mm-hmm. you know, get a, a coach, a mentor that has been in your shoes, because they are really broke, you know, broke from that, and they are really into a different stepping stone, you know, they have their own struggles and their own next level, but, but at least you can look forward that, you know, we all go into these uh, spheres of, of, of wisdom and growth every day in our life. So you can always look up to somebody and say, hey, you know, you did it. You did, you know, you went through the step down, and now you're up. You know, I'm looking up to you, and I know that you can help me to get where you are, and I know that you're eventually going to go up to one step up. And it's all about going into a
0: different step in our life. So, Right so beautiful. So, yeah, just say just say something really quick to that. Um, it wasn't until I um, went through IIN, actually, Um, And then went on from there even, but um, did I realize the value of coaching and how I feel it is so much, it's a step above, in my opinion, than your traditional therapy or um, counseling. I think it's much more targeted and I think it's much more high leverage. And in my opinion, I think it's what's going to help save the world. (laughs) I think everyone really needs a good coach in a really good manner and especially find someone you know, who does have, you know, your niche or at least someone that you resonate with. I always, I'm a big believer um, in angels and um, how they really guide us in life. And that's, you know, they'll give you that intuitive hit that says, oh, talk to that person a little bit more. Um, They've got something for you that can help you out of this pain. Because it's very Mm -hmm. painful to be an emotional eater. It's incredibly, incredibly painful um, it's is it's as intense as any physical pain you can experience. It's just a different form of pain. And the late-night eating and the binge eating and the overeating, compulsive eating, all that stuff that goes along with it, when you're tying these emotions to it, it's like this one-two punch that you're just dealing with every minute of every day. And it just, you know, there's no other, no other word for it, really. It just sucks, and... Um, it really brings you down, and it just it, it takes a huge um, hit on your self esteem and your confidence and with the way I really like to empower women, um, I really think that women are on this verge of really bringing a lot of more a lot more balance, a lot less chaos, a lot more sanity to this world and there 's this female uprising um, so women really got to get this they 've really got to get this emotional piece down. We are much more emotional creatures by nature, which is a good thing. We can be in touch with that side of ourselves, versus men, mm-hmm. um, more so. We're more in touch with that, and and I think that's where a lot of this violence comes from. A lot of this, you know, a lot of these uh, atrocities that go on in the world, against humanity, against uh, animals, against you know innocent creatures. Um, they don't have that emotional component to it, and that's how it's so much easier for them to do these things. But women have it. And it's something that's really, really good, and we really need to nurture that, but we've got to be balanced around it. You know, when we mm-hmm. come into a business meeting or, you know, just any kind of encounter and we lose it emotionally, we become hysterical and, you know, really can't kind of control ourselves, that's when we lose the respect. And that's when people just, you know, they, they we do get this reputation of just being, you know, hyper or, you know, not being able to control ourselves, things like that, and people don't want to deal with us. We have a lot to offer. So, you know, getting that balance emotionally, um, it helps on such a bigger scale than even just the emotional eating piece. So um, I just kind of wanted to speak to that as well. You know, when you do get this down, it, it it branches out into so many areas of your life that you don't even realize. It helps with finances. It helps with Career it helps with relationships, you know it really helps with so many things so, yeah,
1: definitely we have to to get into that emotional eating, getting balanced and, and control our life uh time has been up in your life, being an amazing show, amazing talk with you um unfortunately we 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 ran out of time, and uh, I really oh, no. appreciate you. <laughs> I really appreciate you being in the show, and I, I know that uh, you have a, a fabulous gift uh, giving away to a um, tribe. So uh, please, everyone, subscribe to LiberatingInnerBeauty.com, and you will find um, you will get all the instruction on how to claim Angela's gift. So thank you so much, Angela, for being here. Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate your wisdom, and um, thank you, everyone. For being in our show. And um, tune in tomorrow. We have another amazing show. Um, and thank you. Like you can say your final words, Angela, and a uh, final bye. And uh,
0: I, I see you then. <laughs> I just want to thank you as well. Um, and yes, I would say definitely if anyone is interested more in learning about how to break free from emotional eating, check in with The Beauty and um, pick up a copy of my free gift. Awesome.
1: Thank you so much. Have a blessed day, everyone. Blessing day, Angela. Pray day.
0: Thanks. You bye. the same. Okay. Bye bye.